fuck was that? I'm so excited! I know you are, but don't make that noise ever again. <laughs> no, legit, that was actually really creepy. It was a bit, it was a bit, bit, bit scary, actually. I'd rather you just do your... Ah! Ow. Cue the roll call. What? <laughs> what was that? We are live! Mike! Connect! Loading! Broadcast! Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster! Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Greycaster! Late! Spark of Courage, the Power of Dreams, Orange Caster, Global Soft Perka. Respecting the source material, Green Caster, Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. On air. Welcome, everyone, to episode 310 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. And Blaze is on point with the Pokemon of the week. It is Manectric. Yep. Even though you spelled it wrong. You put main trick. Yay, Mega Manectric. That shit's fucking The cool. lightning bolt with a dog sticking oh, out super, from it. Super Saiyan 3. <laughs> now but, I just want to see Manectric with actual, like, Goku Super Saiyan 3 hair. I think that'd be fucking hilarious. I'm sure there's art of it somewhere. Oh, it has to be. Alright, um, so we are a book full of pages who get together every week to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and usually a third thing. However, this week is the debut of Kamen Rider Saber. So in addition to Kamen Rider Saber Episode 1 and Cure Major Episode 22, we are going to forego our usual feature topic so we can have some more time to discuss Saber, including our thoughts, opinions, hopes, dreams, worries, and theory crafting. And Paul's, Paul's here. Yes. I am. Yes. Yes. Paul wants to dive into Saber with us. So our, I really like Saber. Our, our resident literary expert is joining us, hopefully for most of Saber. Yeah. I will do my best. But yes, my my goal is to look at this show because I like this pilot a lot. Yeah. I really like this pilot. It was interesting. I thought it every, was amazing, too. Every so often... They just make a masterpiece, and I feel like all of the shows that are inferior in between are just them plotting their next one. <laughs> zero One was filler. No, no, Zero One was amazing. No, no, Zero, zero One did seem good, but okay, yeah. That was a joke. Huh. Yes. Um, okay, so before we get started... Um, if you're listening for the first time, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you like what you hear. Make sure to follow us on all of our channels. And um, don't forget to use the Skip the Dishes code in all of our episode descriptions for $5 off your first order. Hashtag Feed the Cast Rangers. That's right. And if you're listening to this episode live with us in the Discord, or the Saturday that it comes out before the next episode airs, drop us a hot comment because you are one of our premium cast fans and we love you. We love you more than the other cast fans. Thank, thank you for listening. I'm kidding. We love everyone. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, I am. Before we get into saber talk, can I just say that I am so glad that I don't have to come up with James speak for every week now. Aww. No, you need to. You need to just 
do like the the when you open the book oh like the story the, page yeah i was really hoping that we would have like some kind of intro thing <laughs> Oh yeah, man! Just, I'll, I'll just have to like n- like read off in the dramatic voice. This pilot was really really awesome. It was full of cool shit. A bunch of nerds once gathered around a bunch of couches to talk about a show. No, we're not talking <laughs> that. Talking about Archie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's gonna sound like it comes out of nowhere for anyone. Yeah, we, between extra and this, we talked a lot about Archie comics and how weird their crossovers got. Poggers. That looks like someone. Poggers. Took, it's the, like an internet term. It looks like and then it looks... turned into being about um, Carmen San Diego and where's Waldo. It looks like someone took the Power Rangers logo, like the words Power Rangers, and just squished it. Ah. And you got Poggers. It's Poggers. Haven't you been on the internet? What's that mean? I've heard that, but I have it's no like idea what it actually means. It's like something shout when they do something awesome. Okay. And where does it come from? It comes from an emote called PogChamp, I think. Okay. It was like this really, like, <gasps> this face guy. the first I've ever heard of this. I Well, it actually that. Comes from- oh, that, I know that face. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's called- so it's like, an, like, an, like a sort of, like, when you do something amazing, yeah. that thing is popular. It's called the Pog Champ, as I understand. So whenever you do something awesome in a shout, everyone in a stream, everyone shouts, Poggers! Um, also, unfortunately, I couldn't think of, like, some funny, like, picture of the week thing to do. So Not I, yet, at least. Uh, maybe I'll try to think of something that we can do that, like, maybe is consistent in this show and see if it happens. Yeah, if anyone has any suggestions for that, let us know. Because in Ultra Ranger right now, because we're watching Ultra 7, we have a counter for every single... <laughs> Blade's every face of the week. Maybe? maybe? <laughs> maybe like, uh, but no, in Ultra Ranger, we have, we're have we watching Ultra 7, so I have a count for every time Ultra 7 uh, cuts someone vertically down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Mastication counter? I'm just going to say well, about... Or bifurcate, bifurcation. Bifurcation is counter, yeah. Yes. The thing I noticed the most in this first episode theme. of Saber that really... Well, oh. Before we get into that, let's cue our brand new bumper! Okay. Oh, that's good. Yes. I didn't hear it. <laughs> it's in the edited version. Oh. May, may I ask a question? Yes. yes. So are we going to talk about Saber, talk about Kira Major, and then go back to talking about Saber? No, no, we'll do all the Saber talk first, because Paul has to leave. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, I'm, I actually... I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, no, it's because he didn't watch Kira Major. Oh, okay, I, it's not he because watch, he... he just doesn't have full context. I, I really don't. I don't have anything to contribute, I'm sorry. That's I fair. don't know the story. I don't know if that's true, but I also understand how it can be confusing. I like to have all of the data when I'm talking about a show. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so what were you saying about Saber? So I was saying, because, like, for me, like, I, I've already talked about this before, but, like, I'm not really interested in the theme, overall theme of this show. You mean the motifs? Yeah, well, yeah, theme, gimmick, motif, and stuff like that. Like, I like books. I've read books all my life and stuff like that. It's nothing against that. I'm just, I don't know. I read a book once. I, I'm just sad there's less tech in this show because I've, I've so far I, yeah i mean like i would like if some fucking makeshift tech writer comes in the middle of the show and no then it's a magic still... based show i do like but like an ebook i was um, gonna say common writer ebooks yeah um, like a kindle kindle writer yeah he so, just has a tablet so like all i all i've said about like ichi's ichi's been like fucking losing his shit about this episode and like oh, my, fuck, my, yeah. my response constantly about the first episode was 
like it was interesting because like for for me overall just it it's good i'm not saying it's bad i don't not saying i hate it but it just like it didn't make me go like whoa holy fucking shit like other uh like first episodes have because like my favorite first episode still to this day is Kamen Rider. <laughs> I love Kamen Rider. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's exactly what the Fortnite fucking logo looks like, too. It's the shot of, like, the three base default characters looking over a cliffside to the world. Back on topic, you um, cut off at the critical juncture. I'm sorry if I see Fortnite and my attention gets driven. Wait. Just... Are you going to say Drive, or? Which Drive, which episode was your favorite first oh, episode? Oh, and oh. People know why. Oh, that, yeah, the uh, happy birthday sequence. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. absolutely when yes. People are, which getting... is funny because Saber is basically celebrating O's tenth anniversary. Yeah, just all those people just come. Well, I guess because it has like three things in a row that open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, horizontal like, now. what I was gonna say was the thing I noticed a lot of the most this episode, and this is gonna be really weird, is that a lot of people had like bulging eyes. <laughs> Like, they just always have this constant, like, oh, look what they're fucking... Uh, yeah, because it's about books. The bigger their eyes, the better they can read. What? I don't know what his character's name is, but the freaking Blades... Oh, Rintaro? Yeah, he, he, had, he has giant fucking eyeballs. Let me just say right now, based on what we've seen him so far, Rintaro radiates gigantic amounts of Krillin energy. Am I wrong? The man walked in a fucking lion. <laughs> so weird. Uh, technically, he didn't walk in. The lion walked in. He oh, was on it. Also, now I have a super big complaint about this fucking guy. So, like, you know how he has, like, this freaking, like, ATV with, like, miniguns on it? Do you agree with me that it should have been blue and he just had a cool-ass lion head on the center of it? How fucking cool that'd be? You are asking this question to the man who lives by the color blue. So the answer is yes. Yeah. And then you just hear, you hear the line just go, Ride me! Ride me! Ride book me! Anyways, if someone could... Actually, you know what? Deckard, that's my project for you whenever you get done. I need you to take Photoshop a picture... Photoshop the Bat Ride Car? The Bat Ride Car, Blim Blue... with the Rider in the background of the poster there. That is Comrade Kenzan. We will not meet him for a while. Yeah. But Deckard, please... Please cool. reshop that blue and have the lion's blue lion head in the center. Of the, the front of the vehicle. Vegas, not only do I live by the blue and die by the blue, but in FF14, I die all my stuff blue. Uh, <laughs> I like earth tones. It's true, fact, he does. Let me go on a 20-minute rant no! on how much I love earth tones. Okay. Or, or Paul, we asked you why you like Kamen Rider Saber. <laughs> let's, okay, let's actually start the episode, because holy shit, Wonder World is absolutely fucking Eorzea from FF14. Like, I know I'm obsessed about that game, and I talk about it way too much, and I'm addicted to it more than I've ever been addicted to anything in my fucking life. But the Wonder World is actually just Eorzea. The opening fucking shots, and I'm like, it's just Dravania! That sword tower is just Annex Trine! I think it's because it's supposed to be, like, a, a, a quintessential fantasy yeah, world. Yeah, it's, it's a fantasy and Final, world. What's more quintessential than Final Fantasy, sort right? of, for... So this is already like looking the, like it's going to be my year. If I may. Yes. If I may. May away. Final Fantasy XIV, I think it's bigger than we kind of conceive it. We, I, I actually think it might be a mainstream game that people play in certain places. So. Oh, of course. That's why there's fucking conventions just for the game. No, I, I, I get it. I just, like... 
you you kind of think of it as at least I do. I think of it as like an obscure hobby. That really depends who you ask. I that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't really play in the gaming community, but this is apparently bigger than I. Oh god, yeah. Think it is. Yeah, that was a thing that happened. But yes, I. I, Let's scroll up on the chat. But yes, I also agree. The aesthetics of. Um, the fantasy world in this oh, show yeah. are very much that world from FF14. Like, there's a lot of yes similarities. All right. Um. So it's it's we we start with this shot of this fantasy world, and we see this cottage at the top of a thin like rock pillar, and inside it is our narrator Tassel, who opens with Bunny Lecture. And immediately I love him. I scream. He, I think he's really cool, but I really want to know what he has to do with the rest of the show. Fucking Final boss. Up. Calling it. Fucking I'm Honestly, I would here. not be surprised if he ends up being the big bad. They're going they're but... to pull a DJ Sagara and he'll be the final boss. I kind of hope he's not, but like... Because like, like, he's, he's the one narrating the story. And Saber's catchphrase is, I'm the one who decides the ending to this story. No, so obviously guys, it's going no, to end. No, with... put him on fucking guys. screen. Oh, <laughs> God. It's fucking Stop being intolerant. Polly Polio over here. I'm going to say this right now. You mean Polly Polio? No, guys. it's Polly Polio. It's her brother. Paul's right here, Lane. That's offensive. No, it's a different Paul. It really is. <laughs> um, I think he's the author. He oh, is he the author of the, the great big plot book? Yeah. So he's that God. Make, that would make sense too. So I think yeah, he's the author. So we saw that we saw that this yeah. giant book or whatever got split into yes, all they, the yes. ride books, and so I was just thinking, oh, watch, they're gonna get all the ride books, they're gonna put them together to make a giant book, and then that's gonna be Saber's final form. It's just this giant book that hit, fits all three slots. And I'm gonna make another wacky prediction because the theme song is called Almighty. I'm going to guess that his final form will be called Almighty. Now. As much as I've said I'm not too interested in this series, I will. I am excited for the amount because the show seems like it's going to have a lot of good potential for theory crafting because there's just going to be so much shit and we're not going to know it yet. Oh yeah, and, this, like, this is already full of so much mystery. I can't wait to see like, what here. It's, it's like a mystery, but it doesn't yeah. feel confusing. Right? Yeah, and it's like in Build, we're just like, we just didn't know so much, and then once we did, we went back and watched early episodes, and Every we're like, answer, oh my god! Every answer begets yet more questions. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, Tesla, like, he, he he's creepy, like... <laughs> Something intolerant. Oh, just that, like, he, he seems like a nice dude, and like, you know, I would find, now. find him in to hang out, maybe, but like, I wouldn't want to <laughs> well, see him all the time. Supposed, he's supposed to be weird, like... Yeah. He's like like sort of tingle-ish. Almost. Exactly. I I'd only stay for one cup of tea, not the second. Um, and Toma freaking did a really stupid thing. If if a girl's being about to be sucked into another world, you don't fucking hold her by your fucking pinky. No, you're, but you're not. You're I not gonna have the strength different. enough to fucking hold her, hold her, and bring her back if you're holding her by your fucking pinky. I get it, but I you have to understand. Like, yeah. There's subtlety at play here because Toma. Remember how in Zero One the theme and the catchphrases were all based oh, on like it's because he's uh, the promise thing, yes. like a picky promise. So in Zero One, Aruto was always talking about people's dreams, people's dreams. Jump toward your dream, live your dream, take off toward a dream. Toma's thing is promises because he broke the promise to this girl by not saving her life. Because when they were joined by the pinky, it is like a pinky promise that he broke. But. 
Still! I know, you're right. If you're sucked into a fucking hole, you grab her by her fucking hand, not just your baby. And when you're being sucked into a hole, you don't have time to properly align your hand. You swing and hope someone catches your hand. Well, we don't, we, we, we don't know how the situation started. They could have been, um... They could have been doing a pinky promise when she was starting to get sucked in. That's also or, a good idea. Well, she could have been holding his hand and then slipped all the way. It would. I think it would be absolutely hilarious if, like, we get the, the full context on this scene, which we clearly will at some point, and it actually was just them, like, doing a yubikiri, and then all of a sudden there's a torrential gust just sucking her yeah, up. And that's, and that's why... It had that moment happen the way it did, I guess. But, like, we don't but know... We don't know yet, yeah. We don't know who this girl is. We don't know why she, they were, like, what their association is. We don't know what happened to her after she gets sucked into a book. We'll I, find all that out later. I bet you any fucking money, like, there's, like, a fucking queen or royal family of this world. She got sucked in, became this fucking world's ruler. She's Soma's gonna fucking see her and be like, hey, it's me! Should be like, did you notice? Rider? Did you notice in the preview for next episode there is like a princess who's like the head of the sort of logos operate like organizations? Probably. I think that that's Sophia, the storykeeper. Maybe. Which is right. kind of cool because like Sophia the first was also a storykeeper. I'm. I just want to address Changeling Rider's comment there. May is the girl that flashback. I don't think so because how did she get out and doesn't remember that situation? I mean, that's what I thought at first until they showed that, and it was, like, something she forgot. That would be a really weird stretch. It uh, makes much more it's... sense for it to be a separate character. No, and you know what? The, it's fine for, like, a main character to have, like, be around two female protagonists. It's fine. Yeah. yeah that's... May was just incredibly weirdly relatable. I... And holy fuck, can she scream? I mean, yeah. Like, not at the beginning where she's sort of, like, demanding him for... The stuff for selfish reasons, but when they get to Wonder World and she's just flipping out, like, "Oh my God, there's dragons and the, the, the sky and ah and ah," oh, so, oh, and then he turns we'll, we'll into get... a common rider and she's yeah. just like, "Ah." We'll, we'll get we'll get we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Seven Two is saying, "What if the girl turns out to be Caliber? That is an interesting thought." Because honestly, Caliber's clearly... voice sounds manipulated. It is obviously. What if... What if it is a girl? Oh my gosh. What if Caliber is like just some symbiote that just needs a human host? You mean like Geysorg? Exactly. Oh my god. This yeah, show basically like, is Ryu Soldier, but better. Fishy. Yeah, like with. It's like actually that. about knights this time instead of just sort of vaguely being knight themed. That would be actually really, really interesting for for this villain character who's like clearly being portrayed as male and dark and menacing for to just turn out to be a woman so it would be sort of like um lord dominator from uh um wander over yonder or masquerade from bakugan <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say actually the villains in, the, in this uh oh gosh so yeah masquerade but wasn't masquerade a guy no I'd like to establish so, something i thought he was a i thought it was a very feminine guy well that's a whole other thing anyways yes paul um, sorry, sorry. Okay, it's fine, Emily. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, pop my pop because this is fun time. I like all the inspiration that this particular writer series has been taking from Sentai. That's what I'm hearing. A lot of people are saying that that Saber it's is a thing like I a Sentai. See, the thing about the thing about it is, 
This has a lot more of a lighthearted, like cartoonish sort of and, aesthetic yeah, to it. I I'm agree, okay and I really like. I really like that. And of course, and I'm I I'm gonna spoil just one thing here. Apparently, monsters can get big. Yeah, I'm interested to see where we go with that. And there's also the ending dance, which is a Sentai thing, not a rider thing. Yeah. I we'll, feel like... We'll, we'll speak on each thing as we get through it, because sure. there's a I lot want, to get through. It has an ending to, dance, and... I just wanted to establish the idea that this particular rider series seems to be taking trope from uh, Sentai. Yes. Um, okay, so... Uh, Tassel gives us this opening narration about how Wonder World was like there was this big plot book that contained all the stories of of civilization and the laws of science and technology and whatever and then a bunch of evil swordsmen who are not the Asians at all uh went to war over this book and split it into the wonder ride books which were then scattered across the cosmos um so the megiddo which is the name of this monster tribe i believe um apparently started attacking Earth, and over the course of the episode, they basically say that their goal is to connect the two worlds in order to create the world that we envision. Now, we don't quite know what that means yet. If I may, something I've noticed. So, when they create the book, Mm -hmm. and it spreads out over a particular area, the pages that it builds up in the beginning sort of thing separates all of the corporeal people from what they're doing. Yeah. And it creates a landscape that is more suitable for them. Yeah. They're basically I think it's a really clever of the yeah. real world using these books. Yeah. Like, that it allows there to be like a battle area and with like a force field. Yeah. Without it seeming super contrived. And it also lets them go to the the quarry or the warehouse or the fighting area yeah. with a page transition. They literally, the the big book that connects the world literally turns its page and they change to a different location. It's, it's kind genius. Of like, it's kind of it like is how absolutely X, genius. If anyone remembers this anime, it's kind of like how in X1999 when they could create like a huge field around themselves where they were outside of reality, but they were still... You mean like Digimon Tamers? Uh, it's, the digital yes, fields, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I but what I mean is, like, you know, in they go to a separate area where it's not populated, where they just yeah, find yeah, something. Yeah. Um, so, uh, during this attack that we're not given full context on, we see a young Toma who then gets separated from this girl who it seems like he knows, but when we cut back to him in the real world, he has he's like, Man, what a weird dream. So clearly something's affecting his memories, or maybe it was a girl he never really met and just happened to be in the area at the time. But we also see uh, this old man wielding the the, the sword, the Kayan Kenreka, and he basically pulls a Louisa in that he does a big flashy fire attack, which apparently fixes everything, and, th- and then he's just gone. Yes, but then, and then Toma wakes up as a kid and he's still in the Brave Dragon book. And I, I like to think that that might be him. There are so many directions this thing can take. Right? This can go so many ways. It's either like a mentor, his father, some <laughs> random ass dude, I don't know. 
Um, your thought, Lane, that the previous saver put himself into the book is an interesting thought. One that I won't immediately discard, though I wouldn't have thought that myself. Yeah, because like, we, we didn't see him turn into Saber. So we, we are to understand that this man was Kamen Rider Saber previously because when Saber henchins in this episode, Caliber notices who he is as if he's seen Saber before. Yeah. So I believe the idea is that this man, whose name we haven't been told yet, was Kamen Rider Saber before, and then... Because of whatever happened between him and young Toma in this scene that we don't have full context on yet, he considers him a worthy successor and just basically blew himself up to stop the attack that was happening immediately and essentially bequeathed his power unto young Toma, not unlike that of a Keyblade ritual. It's it's like a, like a legacy sword. Yes. Legacy Seiken Sword Driver. I will say, though, with... Toma, like our main character, I will say he he's so sweet. He's so nice. I really like Aruto was amazing. He was probably my favorite main writer that I that I that I know at this point. And then Toma comes in and he's just as great and just as Aruto. He's just... he's sweet in a different way. Like I feel like I could hang out with Toma. Because like common writer Miss Frizzle, yeah. Because like I knew, I knew he, <laughs> he was kind a, of is. Oh my gosh! Because like I knew he, I knew he was a writer. Like he wrote books and stuff like that. But I didn't know that he owned a bookstore. Oh, uh, see, there you go. Look at that! Look oh, yeah. how much better that is. Oh yeah, I, I completely. That's agree. what it should have been. What the fuck is it? What he has now? It's so stupid. Like it's a cool vehicle, but I completely agree. You know what I just thought? Huh? Remember Spectre's machine hoodie? Yeah. Super form. Yeah. Super, yeah. Combine with the bike. Please. Come on. Um, He'll be good. That'll be King Lion Daisenki. But yeah. Like, we'll see. Like, there's a line where he says where like the, the he's like talking to the golem. The golem's just like, we'll use books to make people suffer. And just you see Tomo just like, no, books aren't meant to make people suffer. And I just saw it. And I'm like, this guy I love like, that. really like, cares. We, we will use books for the power of evil. What would you humans know about books? And Toma promptly he's responds just like, with, humans write books. You fucking moron. <laughs> humans write books. <laughs> Um, I don't really know how to feel about his mindset because it seems like he really respects stories and and their worlds, but it also seems like he doesn't actually think they're real, which is weird because a he should know about how that about how like things come alive because of his job maybe. and the fact he's a writer, but maybe also he just saw, went to a world filled with dragons and flying sky whales and well, still doesn't. Let's. I, th I think what he, like, that memory of him during that attack where the previous Saber was, I, it seems like he's just dismissing it as, oh, it's just a bad dream. So maybe, like, his memory was affected by the event? Maybe, yeah, maybe well, it was just that to protect him. Yeah. Or maybe could he just be possible, spent enough I... of his life in that world that he forgot that part of his childhood. Yeah, he, he even he said, like, like children can understand this in a way... Like that's what he was saying at the beginning, and I think maybe he's gonna learn. Oh, maybe they, maybe I forgot something I should have remembered in order to fight better and be a hook better logic. <laughs> it's hook logic, <laughs> which is funny because there's a Peter Peter Pan book which I'm currently holding. I'm certain of it. Okay, so back to Toma. So he is our main protagonist. 
Uh, I said it in a previous episode, but haha, his name is Toma because Tome. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yes. that's don't don't fuck with me. I have the power of writer and books on my side. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> so this is our protagonist. He is not only a an author, but he because he was struggling as an author, he opened his own bookstore, which I gotta say is a genius move. Apparently, the building they use uh, the bookstore in it's the barber shop because if you notice outside, it had the little barber pole. And speaking of outside that building, it has the most adorable open clothes sign I've ever seen on any store in my oh, life. My yeah. Books, yeah. Yeah, no, it's that's just that's... a book. And when the book is open, it says open. And when they, they close the book, it says closed. It's adorable. Yeah. I kind of want it. No, yeah, you can probably find that on Amazon. The premium Bandai. Bandai. Open closed book. Bandai book. Open close sign. Yeah. And speaking of this bookstore, uh, people in the community over the last week pointed out that. One of the books that's in this bookstore is apparently the the Shishin Pui Pui book from Kamen Rider Wizard. Which is a really nice touch. So we need it. We need a Kamen Rider like Waz ride book. Oh my and god! Just, I just like you open it and like when he's doing the description, you just hear like the, the narrator just going Iwai. He's going Iwai. Iwai. Yeah, it'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> I want that. I wouldn't get it, but I, I want it. I, I, just want, I just wanted to be there. I know you would. I'm getting the drive ride book, obviously. The drive book? Yes. Okay. Um, so, yes, he has he, this he cute read, little bookstore. Yeah, he, reads, he reads stories to children. And he, like, like immerses them in, like, imagination and stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, he tells them the story of Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. Yeah. Like I say, he's common writer Miss Frizzle. I just, yeah. I just thought it was he weird. a little like that. I just thought it was weird that a bunch of kids were excited and wanted him to read Three Little Pigs. And I'm like, what kid in 2020 wants oh. to listen to Three Little Pigs? Maybe they no, have respect wait. for the classics, Lane. I mean, I do. No, wait. I'm Canadian. Therefore, he's the common writer version of the Bored Witch from the Triplets on Cartoon. <gasps> yeah, Triplets, Paul! High five. Oh Fucking love that gosh, show. Oh gosh, I do not remember that. And Me yet either. I watched... I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. It's it's it's. I remember it. It's a French Canadian. Well. I bet I'm gonna see it and just instantly remember. But yeah, so we we get this cute little animation of like, as if Toma and the children he's reading to are in the story, and they do the whole open sesame scene. And what's behind the boulder? It's his editor. His editor coming in the door, demanding the script be handed over. Bam! Triplets. Oh my god! I remember yeah, this. Damn. Yeah, I no. don't. What? Fucking great show. It's so much. Oh, oh, I don't remember this. It's female Huey, Dewey, and Louie. The animation reminds me no! of No! <laughs> That's not that at all! I mean, I mean, I mean kinda. They're red, green, no! and blue. <laughs> I mean, they're triplets, they're wearing red, green, and blue. Come, come on, Paul. They all, they all have the same Louis face. Go to various countries that might have treasure for Uncle <laughs> It's Caillou's sisters. <laughs> no, his sister's Rosie. No, you do not compare the triplets to Caillou. <laughs> I liked Caillou actually as a kid. Caillou is awful. <laughs> Should never have been. Hey, written. hey! If we do, if there, if we didn't have Caillou, we wouldn't have One Punch Man. No. <laughs> okay, let's get back to this. Um, One Punch Man was a parody of Ampun. So in walks May, who is uh, Toma's One Punch editor. Man is clearly Charlie Brown. In <laughs> Good grief. Um, so yeah, she walks in demanding the script be handed over, and he goes, Don't worry about it, it's done. It's just, just in my head. 
We'll fucking write it down! The literal credo of everyone who has ever considered themselves a writer ever. Guilty. It's done. It's just up here. It's uh, in my brain! How am I supposed yes, to come up with how to write? Absolutely guilty of this, I am. Me too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the villains, uh, whose names are based on the latest version of the translation I saw, are Legeru, Zeus, and Storis. Because legend, zoo stories, because mm. creatures, animals, fairy tales. Their names oh, match up to the slots of the driver. God, you're just going to be fucking overwhelmed with like all these like puns and real meanings behind all these fucking phrases. Yeah. They have some kind of weird arm on a stick that writes books for them. Yeah. That's what a- Changeling just said the same thing. What's with the severed hand? They say something about these are altar books that they're writing to connect the worlds or something like that. We don't, we have nothing close to full context on what these are What's wrong with connecting the worlds? What's wrong is them like trying to take over the worlds, but connecting them doesn't seem like a bad thing, does it? And yeah, we see Caliber like looking at this painting, which then opens up to this like infinite hallway of like uh, altar books or whatever the fuck the evil books are called. And they pull out the first monster of the week, Gunsekio Golem. Which then turns into a, a, a rock golem with one really big hand. <laughs> so, it, uh... Alright, so before the monster appears, we see that Toma is uh, leaving his shop to go take this present book to the small child uh, in order to uh, gift it to him. So... As they meet the the child, that's when the monster activates this altar book that he's got, which then causes a giant holographic book to appear from the city, open up, and thus create this square, this rectangular book-shaped space that is lifted from reality and connects to the Wonder World. Yep. And holy shit, is this where they put the budget? And as I said before... Anyone who's listening who has seen X-1999, it works like that. Yeah. So the kid ends up separated from his parents, and of course they can't get through the barrier to each other. So Toma decides to be an asshole and spoil the book that he just gave to the small child by telling him, the kid in this book went to find their mom too, and they never gave up. So you stand here, do nothing while I go fix this. I thought that it was neat how he related to the story what they were going yeah. through. Yeah, he seems to handle children pretty well, which is pretty obvious. And, oh yeah, the uh, where she falls down and is saying she's hurting a lot, then it zooms out and she's sitting on him. Yeah. Oh, E.G., I, 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 read, I heard that so differently. What? Just so he handles kids really well. Um, really? <laughs> and then I was thinking of the scene from fucking School of Rock. Listen, I haven't touched by your kids, and I'm pretty sure I've touched them. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, but getting into a character that I noticed in this episode that, that took I, I, I took interest in. So I, I like he didn't have really much to say or do and he didn't do much, but uh But he was yeah. always there. But um this guy, Zeus, apparently yeah. his name is. He he looks interesting. He looks like he's one of those guys who's kind of like unhinged and he's gonna like do something that's gonna make the other villains do go like dude the fuck like that's not part of our play it's like eh, whatever we're just i'm just trying to be have fun he's the fun one no because 
Because like it's a pun on zoos because the three slots of the, of the driver are sacred sacred creature, uh, sorry divine creature, sacred animal, and fairy tale. So the names of the three monsters are Legeru, Zeus, and Stories because legend, Zeus, stories. Yeah. Uh, so this guy, like, it's just when, like, when Tomo turned into Saber, he just saw, like, his face just go, like, huh, interesting. So I feel like he's gonna be, like, kind of like the powerhouse of the three, and he's just really gonna, like, yeah. he's gonna tear fucking Saber a new asshole when he fucking fights him. Until Saber gets his super form and whoops his ass. Sure, so, but honestly, but, I, this is a character. He, he, he's Phoenix. I, so I, he's Dimitri. You, yeah. You, you were waiting for me to find like a character or something I'd be interested in, so I'm I'm gonna keep watching this guy. He seems very interesting. So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in one of the the generals, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's more Sentai like apparently. So. There we go. Um. So yes, as they they get pulled into Wonder World. May just starts her fucking screaming fits as she's like rapid fire photo taking with her phone. I did not know you could do that with phones. Oh I yeah, no, that's, that's totally just like she's she's reacting in a way that makes perfect sense. Like you see, world full of giant flying dragons, and you're gonna be taking pictures. Yeah, no, it, it, that is actually perfectly if you understandable. Jonah Jameson, and pictures of Underworld. Yeah, bring me pictures of. Wonder- in his prime. Yeah. He'd be sending Peter Parker to get pictures of Wonder World. Well, sucks for her that they end up all blank. I also like that Toma kind of fucks with May a lot, which is cute. It's like, oh yeah, but he already yeah. really likes <laughs> those things about her. Like, I like your curiosity and your... It's like, oh, <laughs> your curiosity is adorable. It's like, oh, I, I, I gotta go out with my friends. Yeah, that is kind of important. Well, I guess I gotta uh, heed my promise. Oh, so you got it done? Oh yeah, for sure I did. Up here! Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. But what that funny. but what that conversation says to me is that not only is Toma's thing protecting promises, but I feel like May's going to take advantage of that to like manipulate him. Like being excuse me, being told about someone's promise that has to be kept is gonna be Toma's weakness. Mm. Um be in the middle of the fight. No, you promised it! Be my party <laughs> shit! The keeping promises is really, really important. Yeah, really glad that that's actually going to be his. He just seems like a really wonderful person. That yeah, in lots of ways, I can't wait to see more of him and get to know more about what he's like. Yeah. So as the worlds are connecting, the golem is going around attacking buildings. And what's interesting, uh, which we saw some of during the flashback, is while the worlds are connected buildings that get destroyed start fraying like pages of a book that's really that's, it's pretty cool and it matches to... on the on the altar book that they have the amount of destruction on it yeah um and we see that as more destruction happens the the white like gate book or whatever that they have is slowly turning black so it seems like they're going to destroy the real world that they connect in order to "Quote unquote," create the world that they envision. So we're, we're starting don't know to see really a bit of, anything about. Yeah, we're starting to see a bit of what they're yeah. doing, but we don't quite know all of the why. I mean, it's episode one. We're not going to know everything up front. No. Um, but what caught me off guard was the fact that we got a fucking eye catch. Yeah, 
Yeah, it Florida. even showed um, it showed the drag the Brave Dragon book, and it said like Brave Dragon. Yeah, I'm like we got an ending dance, we got an eye catch. This is oh, we got an ending dance. Yeah, an ending dance. We'll get into that. that. Doesn't happen in Rider. Yeah, ever. Not since like Hibiki. Well, Hibiki well I, I asked I asked you if it game. was the first time ever, and you said it was the first time. The first time there was a dance, I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the so Toma does his whole spiel about how humans are the ones that write books, and books shouldn't be used for evil and all that. And the monster promptly responds by dropping him under a ton of rocks. But of course, he's got the Brave Dragon Ride book with him since that flashback, which then promptly turns him into a Jedi. Well, it protects him, I think. That's... Uh, Decker, I'm going to say this. I've listened to the opening theme, and yes, I'm not saying the ending theme is, is like, bad. I, I do enjoy it. It's very, very pumps you up. But I like the opening theme because it just, it feels very, like, happy-go-lucky. And, like, I feel like with the visuals in the opening, we'll kind of make it more redeemable. Yeah, I'll hold off final judgment on the opening till I see the visuals, but what I'll say for now is that I like the ending theme far more. I think that should be the opening. The actual opening sounds... The, the word that comes to mind is peaceful, which doesn't really seem proper for a Conrader opening. But then again, I said the same thing about Bill. That's a better word. Yeah, peaceful. I like how peaceful it is. It sounds like a peaceful song, but uh, we'll we'll see how I feel after watching episode two, and then when we get the actual visuals to the opening. Mm-hmm. I'm um, looking forward to seeing that. But uh, I I absolutely love the ending theme. It's so good, which is weird because both songs are by the same band. Yep. Mostly, there's a diff- there's a guest singer in like the opening. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, rocks get dropped on Toma. Brave Dragon activates and lifts the rock straight up Jedi style. Um, and then uh, from the book comes the Sword of Fire, which he draws. And what's interesting is like some of the trailers and preview material we got for Saber had that f- that uh, like awakening of his powers shot and and like framed completely differently. So I wonder if that preview version of his first henshin is going to be used somewhere else, but, like, it clearly showed the belt being spawned from fire, so I maybe they just scrapped that scene. Anyone who watched the, the previews and, like, episode zero and all that will know what I'm talking about. He had I, to pu- actually take the sword out of the flames with his bare hands. Yeah, so it, it was actually just, like, a scarred black, like, a charred black actual sword that was caught in fire, and he pulls it out, like, straight-up hero-style, and it transforms into the Seiken Soul Driver. Yeah, he was ready to fucking henching too. And he's like, what? And then he gets a full henching animation. We'll, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, before the actual henching, we see Rintaro, who is Blades, and he's like, no normal Homo sapiens could draw a Seiken. So that immediately tells us that Rintaro is not human. That's why. Well, I- he's not a Homo sapien. Yeah. Because he's not from that world. He's yeah. from the world that... From another conquered. dimension, I guess. Yeah. Okay. The Saber Henshin. Oh, my God! It's so good! It's pretty cool. It's pretty nice. I am so excited to see more Henshins like this. Mm. It was a straight-up stock sequence. 
He's in like a library. A giant brave dragon book plops down behind him. And that's why the Amazon Japan version of the sword driver comes with that box. So Ichi. Uh huh. It's a Sentai transformation. Yes, it is. And I'm okay with that. A lot if of you're the okay XA with that, that's great. I'm not even. Fuck you. As someone who grew up with shows like Digimon and Sailor Moon, I love the shit out of stock transformation Good sequences. transformation sequence is always, like, really, really uplifting for some reason. This is, this is my fucking bread and butter. This is the kind of shit I live for. This is exactly what I needed, and I can't wait to see Blades tomorrow! Hmm. Oh, it's so good! I'm, not I'm just, I'm just really hoping that we don't drop this by episode 20 like Exe did. We saw it like twice with the, the fucking Gekitotsu robots, and then it was gone! We never saw any more of them ever again! Please don't do that again this year! Yeah. I want more of these! Every time! It's so good! So good! Blades is very possibly going to be my new favorite rider. Okay, well, I hope you like the character too, then. Oh my god, oh! It seems pretty great so far. You know what I forgot to talk about in Extra? What? The Tenku Pegasus book! Oh yeah. It was revealed over this week that there's another blue ride book, the Tenku no Pegasus Wonder Ride Book, and I'm 99.9% sure, percent sure that is going to be the third book in Blades' set. So his full form is going to be Pegasus Lion Fantasista, and it's going to look so fucking good! He's going to have wings! Maybe they'll form a cape over his shoulder! Oh, it's going to be so good! I'm so excited! I hope, I hope so, man. Yeah, there it is. Tenku no Pegasus. Oh my god. Man, this show is really buttering me up. Aww. So yes, the Saber Henshin. Um, when he activated it, we also found out that apparently this the, the forms, in that there's going to be like a one-book form, a two-book form, and a three-book form, the same way that Exate had levels, the writers in this show have volumes. So the base forms of each of the riders are their volume one forms. Oh, and so I, that's what they were talking about when they were saying And I fucking love that! I love it! And um, so what I talked about it briefly when we were first talking about the sword driver is, but the way the belts are working from what we've seen is every full, like, proper set, the same way O's had full combos, each proper three book set, like Saber's three books, Blades' three books, even Zero One's three books, have a full like form chime to them. And depending on how many of the three books you put in that set into the belt, it plays more and more of that full chime. So, and it even has slightly different chimes, because for example, uh, Blades has his Lion Sinky! But when you use Lion and Peter Fantasista, which is absolutely one of Blade's forms, like I predicted, it has a different sound, because it's like, Kagaiku Lion Fantasista! So I'm looking forward to seeing more of, like, hearing more of those songs and finding everyone's full three, like, volume three forms and their full chimes, and <clears throat> it's so good! I think that's really a really neat, um, I'm very happy that they're, that they're combining them together like that. Yes. 
I, I even I have I I might be one of the first people in the country to have Saber merch because I bought Peter Fantasista off Amazon Japan and I've had it since August 10th. Okay, so I've I've found my thing I'm gonna do for Saber in terms of a picture. Okay. So since I'm so interested in Zeus, I'm just gonna have a Zeus pick of the week. So. There you go. So there we go. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to zoom in on that, but there he is all being like, yeah, dude, evil shit. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking he looked really psyched. He looks he looks like he's up for chaos. Also, just all three of them, like, like uh, well, Zeus and uh, whoever the, the guy who summoned the golem was, uh, they, they, they both look like half Japanese. And I, I like, I like when we have characters like that. I would actually really enjoy it if that were the case because it makes sense because they're from another world. Exactly. But yeah, no, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm, he looks like he's going to die first. You're probably right. I hope Unfortunately, not. I was thinking the same, but I don't. Many. Okay, before we get too far into that, I'm so sorry that I've like stolen everyone's attention gushing over the henshin. Anyone else want to share their thoughts on it? Uh, I I think it's cool. I'm not saying it's it's just it, it didn't like wow me for some reason. Like I don't like, want like anyone to die. It just I don't know. Like it, it's it's cool, but uh, again, I don't know. It's just I'm getting a weird vibe with this show that I'm just like, eh, it's a lot of things. It's weird. Okay. Paul, thoughts on the engine. It's a move in a different direction. Mm-hmm. It is a clear statement that they are taking inspiration from another Toku franchise in order to make theirs seem a bit more new. Okay. On that note. Yes. I love Sentai Henshins. Uh-huh. And I don't think it's not welcome in Kamen Rider. I actually think it looked really cool. It was really cool. It's just, it's really transparent. You know what I mean? In what do you mean, transparent? Just that you can tell right away it's based on Sentai Henshins? Yes. Well, that's not a bad thing. It's, it's not a bad thing. It's just very obvious. If... They wanted to try to have it be their own thing while not alluding to that. They didn't do that. But if they were trying to be really blatant about it, then yeah. Well, it's not like I expect to see them doing group engines in the stock footage. That would be cool. Although, now that I say that, I wouldn't exactly mind. Fuck. Anyways, this is not a bad thing to me. Okay, you're right. But to me, that's not a bad thing. That's a very good thing to me. Sure. Sendai doesn't do their stock henshins all the time. Not nearly often enough, in my opinion. You know, but they have very distinct styles, and the idea that they're mixing is... No, but here's the thing. Here's what's different. It's a new move for the franchise. Here's the thing. I can point out a key difference already. The the henshin and saber, you see the full body just about all of the time. In Sendai henshins, they always, always zoom up to just the head and the chest. Am I wrong? Not necessarily. If you want to get that deep into the semantics of the argument. Yeah, so th- I feel like that's how they're differentiating themselves. Because say- the, the appeal of Kamen Rider has always been the full body suits, whereas Sentai is just the helmet is the thing and then the rest of the suit is just the Yeah, color. it's pretty identical most of the time, maybe with, with some with, different with- embellishments. With Kamen Rider, their suits are meticulously designed, especially in this series, because of the whole triple gimmick 
you're going to see motifs down their legs all the time when but they what use I'm their pull-ups. Say is, what I'm going to say is this. We, as a community, have come together to actually do a podcast about tokusatsu. You just look at the general tokusatsu fan, they're going to look at this and go, this really seems like Sentai. This is new. I don't think that they're going to respond badly to it. I think they're going to go, oh, shit. This, this, then they kissed. <laughs> I think. I th- like a fanfic because it's about books. No, uh, I think no. I figured out why. It's Common Rider and the Adventure of All Time. <laughs> oh, my. I feel. I think I know why I may not have been as loud from the attention as you would be. Emily got it. Uh, I think it's just. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're okay. I'm just imagining them in that style. (laughs) Um, I think it's just because. (laughs) What was that on this? It's okay. <laughs> he straps a ride book to his broom. Okay. Um, I think it's just. I'm sorry. It's okay, Emily. I know. I I didn't hear the joke, but it's okay. Um, it's just. It's a real. There's this really terrible animation that Phelous viewed called. We'll, we'll, get, we'll go into that after this. Yeah. Um, I think just the reason I wasn't too wowed by it was just because like I don't like super over the top like flashy henchings like that or at least not anymore i don't think so like i i like i like just simple ones where like you you activate the belt and stuff and then it just like appears on like i mean uh, hey we're watching a show about dudes who transform and fight monsters in suits prime the transformation into the suit should be prime, flashy, prime example drives look at that just bam suit tire done I, I love that. No, I love the, how just simple and to the point it is. Yes, because I Drive think. was a show about cops. Something very real world. This My is a exa- show about fantasy. And, and and of course the henchmen should be fantastical. Oh, My no. example is Kabuto. People who have robotic bugs that summon pieces of armor from space-time dimensional portals. <laughs> That assemble on their body and then shoot from their body yeah, Garo- in order to damage monsters, yeah. and then someone kicks someone and the problem is solved. See, Garo's, Garo's henchings are also really fl- like Makai Knight henchings are also really flashy, but I love the simplicity of it because it's just spin a slash a circle in the air, bam, armor comes down on you. Love it. I get it, and there and there are a lot of really good simple henchmen. So I, but I think so, this being as flashy as it is for Saber is perfectly on. Brand. And I'm not saying that it should shouldn't be that. It's just I'm just saying that I just. It's not your flavor. It's not my flavor, and that's at least fine. anymore. So I'm as as much as it kills me to say this, I'm sure they'll drop the big video game cutscene henchins by mid show. Hmm. We'll see. <sighs> Because, like, that's what I'm interested to see what, like, the quick henching's gonna be like. Because, like, I always keep going back to, like, Kabuto, where eventually they literally would put Zector in belt, cast off immediately, run to the next shot, fully transformed in their, in their, uh, by the fucking way, Common Rider, By the way, Common Rider Impact, yes, Garo would be an excellent example of a henching that's what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. 
Emily, any other thoughts on the henchman before we move on? I think you guys have pretty much covered it, to be honest. I really like it. I do think that they're going to drop it pretty fast because of how long it is. Um, but it's cool that we got to see it. Yeah, as Orb is saying, it'll probably be once per new form. And I hope that's at least what we get. Yeah, it's like it's like in Gaim when like every first one of them henshin, you'd see like a close-up of their head and then like the, the fruit coming down, the helmet forming over them, and then the arms. Yeah, you know what? That is well within acceptable compromise. If we get it at least the first time for every new form that happens, I'll be happy because then I can just save that footage. I think it would have been cool, honestly, if the henshin was like, you know, the book went over him and then you see like Toma, like, and the pages are, like, flipping through him, and then, like, the... the oh, the helmet fucking... forms as the pages turn? Yeah. The, you know what? That's a good idea. Nice... Maybe they'll do that for one of his super Because, like, they did that for the Hesots, where, like, he was doing the Hesots, and, like, you see, like, beside him, the book flipping, and it's like, yeah, here's this... the technique for the for the, the <laughs> This C-Sots. really cute flip book effect in order to cut down on the amount of frames they had to animate. I see your tricks. It's really cool, and also, I, I love the way the fire goes around him attack yes um so as he transforms the belt announces itself as uh or rather the sword in it announces itself as kyan ken reka the sword of flames um and we we cut to caliber who claims that he knows saber or he recognizes what's it called the name of the sword that saber uses is kyan ken reka which means the sword of flames oh okay basically because Cayenne is, like, the name of a really, really spicy spice that you put on. Well, it's food. hot. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. The, he yeah. Sets where, like, the book little, was beside him. Those and, little like, mini cutscenes when he activates all his different attacks. Yeah, no, that was cool. Love it. Oh, that's so... It's it's like fucking cinematic attacks in a video game. Yeah. It's, that might actually be the idea. That's ex- probably exactly the idea, and I am here for it. Oh, Saber's going to be fun to yeah, play in like, a video game. Yeah, since it's a book-themed show and yet has very video game Yeah, like, it. we just got the announcement for the next Rider game, and it was before Saber even started, so now we have to wait another year for the next game. Can I say something huh? that can go either way? Sure. This is gimmicky. Absolutely. Very much so. Very seen, thematic. I have seen common Rider series that are less gimmicky than this do really, really well. I've seen really gimmicky common Rider series that have done really, really well. I like where this is going. Yeah. I like the aesthetic. I like the writing. I like the characters. I pretty much like all of it. I just... My greatest fear is every time I watch a Common Rider series with any sort of attention recently, there's an episode that makes me go, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> well, that's the thing, Paul. There's always going to be episodes in shows you watch where you're just like, mm, it didn't feel that one. But then you just watch the way No, the next but one. one episode should not ruin a show for you. I think that was our argument. You're claiming that one episode did ruin a show for you. Sometimes. <laughs> Some crimes. Go slipping through the cracks. <laughs> nice. Okay, so um, 
So Saber does his henchin, and uh, the golem proceeds to turn the page in his altar book, transport, transporting them into Wonderworld on this, like, big sword-shaped tower that is totally not Annex Trine from FF14. Um, and we get this very beautiful, clearly budget-consuming cutscene of him, like, smashing Like, like if he shit. was in a video game, that would be his fucking, like, Hisat's cutscene or some yes. shit. If like, we're gonna be God. honest, it wasn't beautiful. Like, it's... It, I wouldn't say it's, like, by today's AAA video game standards, but, like... For something with Kamen Rider's budget, it was pretty good. Exactly. This is pretty good for a Kamen Rider show. You know what I'll say? I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah, apparently this it's... was actually made in Unreal Engine. Those CG cutscenes. Wow. That's amazing. Oh, that's interesting. This because is... it's a fantasy world, it's literally Unreal. What I like about it is it's untested ground. The idea of, like doing entire fight scenes in a CGI engine rather than just simply having suits and things like that. And now we get both. Yeah. It's literally the best of both worlds. <laughs> Alright. Um, so they fight a bit in the other world and then they get knocked back into uh, the real world. Um, also, the fucking golem grew giant. Not like... Ultraman Sent size, Not, not Sentai levels of giant. But Every, everything up until now that you were like, oh, that's so Sentai, I've been kind of combative on. But when the monster grows giant, I'm like, okay, now it's just Sentai. <laughs> Which, again, is not necessarily a bad thing for me. <laughs> but, man, he just, like, cuts him down to size with his fucking Yisatsugiri! Yep. So he, he kills the golem, the, the monster's destroyed, the book gets closed, the worlds reconnect. The kid is is reunited with his family. Happy, happy, happy. Joy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Um, yeah. So we 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 go we cut to the the closing shot of the episode, which is them back in the bookstore. Toma actually follows through on his claim and hands off the manuscript to May. Kept his promise. He did it. Because he keeps promises, and that's wonderful. And then in rides Mr. fucking Krillin, this motherfucker over here, <laughs> being absolutely fucking extra and just trotting in on his robotic lion buddy. Like, hello, fellow homo sapien. No, he's not a homo sapien. No, he's saying that to, he's saying no. that to them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, I get the joke. Well, it's sort of like, hello, fellow kids. What is up, fellow yes, sapiens? Yes, fellow kids. <laughs> Greetings, um, fellow children. Yeah. Uh, and basically demands that he hand over the Brave Dragon Book. Like... Dragon I, Book Z. <laughs> Dragon, Dragon Book. Dragon Book Z. Well, that's what I have to call the episode now. Yep, that's perfect. Dragon Book Z. Yay, I named the episode! Good job, Paul. Dragon Book I Z. I did it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we cu we cut back to Tassel and he's like, oh, mysterious, Desune. <laughs> Wait, should be Dragon Book Z? Sure. We're Canadian. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Either or. Um, so yeah, the, uh, the, our narrator Tassel teases us with the ending. 
And then we get the actual ending dance to the theme song that I thought was way cooler. I thought it was. I thought the dancing was a little awkward. A little bit, but I think it's adorable. I'll, I'll, I'll hold any final judgments on that till we obviously add Espada and others to it. Because like they like at one point like during the dance they're just like they're all like staring at like something in the distance like in, in front of them. And I was just like, guys, you don't have to fucking all focus on the same thing. They're just, no, they're watching their... T- no, but they're, they're probably watching, watching the person, them. like, doing the dance, like, okay, left, right, turn, turn, <laughs> thrust, turn. Thrust, <laughs> I feel like over the course of the show, they'll replace certain scenes with much more fluid and much <laughs> yeah. less. Yeah. But uh, we did get some very adorable shots of Saber and Blades on their vehicles driving through Wonderworld. Mm-hmm. Here's Wonderworld. <laughs> <laughs> and some very also adorable shots of Toma, Rintaro, and Mei apparently sneaking through a museum of giant things. It was weirdly adorable. Especially when you see, like, the giant mug and then, like, the open book which has names on it, like Charlie Chaplin for some reason. What was like? Yeah. What was that, Emily? Uh-oh. If you're talking, I can't hear you. Smirp. Hello? Hey, Emily. Emily, we can't hear you. We appear to have lost Miss Orange Cast. Oh, Emily. Boot her and boot her back in. Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna, if you can hear me, Emily, I'm going to kick you out. Just rejoin. Uh, I don't know if it's... Uh, disconnect. There you go. Uh-oh. I almost kicked her off the server. <laughs> that would have sucked. Yeah. Emily! So, next week's episode is going to feature Comrade Blades. We're going to get his henchin, and we'll have the, uh, the ant-themed monster. Um, so that's interesting. I'm looking forward very much to seeing Blade's uh, Volume 1 Henshin. And his war against Aunt May. Yeah. Hello? Are you there? Emily? Emily? Uh-oh. I'm going to try reconnecting. Hello? Hello? Alright, anyway. Alright, I can't hear you. Yeah, she... We don't hear anything yet, but if she fixes it on her end, she'll speak up. Um, okay, so that was episode one. So, yeah, overall thoughts. That was fun. It's overall, it's the first episode. It was really cool. Like I like like the characters are really interesting and stuff like that. It just yeah, I don't know, just like something about it. Just I'm like yeah. So it was. I'm interested to see where it's going. It was different enough from other writer series to engage my interest, and I always tend to gravitate towards the magic-based stuff rather than technology-based stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, this This is interesting because, like, we did just have Zero One, which was very, very, very technology-themed, which is also good because... When we did our FAQ special, I said I wanted a common writer based on hackers, and that's kind of what I got. Yeah. But, like, this is, like, so far on the other direction that it's refreshing to me, even though it was just a year ago. And then, of course, there was the unspeakable horror that was Zio, which kind of was both, you could argue. Mm-hmm. 
They were time magic, but they also had fucking clock belts. See, oh. Sure. Yeah. Um, I so. Miss, I miss drive. Yeah, it is all you need. Yeah. So, anyone want to talk about theories, wishes, hopes, dreams, promises, anything for uh, going forward for Saber? Well, I hope that Zeus doesn't die early, because, like, everyone's apparently. Ch- ever- everyone in the chat's fucking comparing him to Phoenix, yep. apparently, and I'm like. He's the angry one. He goes like, my my theory with Zeus is just that he's gonna be like again like the 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 unstable one. Like you know he he's kind of bored with like like the plan their plans going too a bit too slowly. So he decides, you know what, I'm gonna kick 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 kickstart this. I'm thing. gonna alter the plan. So I'm like gonna... maybe he'll try to like attack the saber himself, and then like the villains will just kind of have to like keep him on a leash because it's like it's like dude can't fucking do that. Like you're going against Caliber's orders, and he'll be like ah. He's like a wild zoo animal. Exactly, and like you know, I like, feel like I feel like what your your character is going to go through the things that you're saying right there. I I honestly think that's how this character is going to go. Yeah, I hate to say it. I really do hate to say it, but I really do think that your character is going to hit a peak where he's just at his most unstable he'll be beaten and then the protagonist will have a he'll be beaten in order to debut a new form yeah no 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 i i expect him to eventually get defeated but i just hope he lasts longer than anticipated i genuinely think that if they do that with this character there is enough there to have a really interesting story arc Mm mm-hmm but when it comes to these shows, they follow the same framework. They just tell a different story each time. So I think they're going to have to rely on their creativity when it comes to the story arc yeah. with this character. Um, One thing we didn't talk too much about, in case anyone has any specific thoughts, is Comrade Caliber, your evil writer. Any particular feelings? Um, like... Caliber? The purple one. The purple one who was like ah, Saber. Yes. Yeah. Um I feel like I'm honestly calling it he's gonna be someone uh who uh fuck, what was I gonna say? Just it's gonna be like a reveal where it's like, oh my god, it's this person like, oh my god, and then yeah. he's just gonna like I, I like our idea earlier that maybe it's a symbiote and then it's using as a host body that girl who was sucked up into the book. Maybe. In the flashback. Or, like, I know we saw Caliber in the flashback, and we're like, maybe it's the, the previous saber? The, 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 you know, that's not impossible either. Ca- no. Caliber being the previous... But the, the, the descriptions that we read before the show said that the previous saber fought against Caliber, so yeah. I don't subscribe to that idea well, necessarily. They decided to just use guy, take Geysorg as... Uh, like yeah, better than this. this. This show is just Ryu Soldier, but correct. Yeah. Um. And just yeah, in terms of the flashback, I think just Toma ended up being in the wrong place at the wrong time and stuff. And yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, I I have to watch a couple more episodes as this goes on and like maybe see some stuff. And I I know that. Oh, Emily fixed it. Hello. Hello. There we go. I, th- I think there was just some Discord server issues. I think I needed the Discord needed to update because I I left it and then and then I put it back and it said uh, there was an interrupting. 
Okay. Okay. Like, cool. Well, we got no things. problem. Um. So, yeah, I just gotta watch more of the show as it goes on. I'll have more theories, but I'm I'm excited for Zeus. So hope he. Hope I he think does you this. should continue to watch it because I actually want to continue to watch it. Oh no! I'm. I'm I've I'm not not gonna watch this like I have to for the sake of the podcast, but like I, I I'm I'm a Kamen Rider fan. Of course I'm gonna watch this yeah. new series every year, even if I even if I don't like like what it it it's brought to the table. I'm not gonna be like Ugh, fuck this shit. I'm I'm still gonna watch. Yeah, this. that's the it's thing. It's interesting. Like, it's just doesn't cater to what I like in terms of stuff. Yeah, like. Tom wasn't here with us for this episode, but I saw him say something about possibly skipping Saber, and I'm like, even if you don't like it, like, we're still doing our show, like, I hated the living fuck out of Zeo, but I still watched it. Yeah, and like, Gar, like, I get it, he doesn't like watching Ryder week to week, he'd rather just marathon the series by the end, and like, see, I respect I for, him for See, that. I forgave that because it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> But then we have Raven over here who refuses to watch Cure Major for some god awful Because he keeps reason. fucking showing up when we were talking about the stupid filler episodes. It's his fault. I keep telling him, if you watch the show, you'll see the plot happen. God I damn. I'll watch the writer week to week, but I'll... That's fine, man. S- S- Sentai is just not your bread and butter. If, 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 you, if, if you can be here most weeks just for Kamen Rider, that's enough for me. Sure. I can do that. Could Greencaster be re-added to the core cast after all these years? <laughs> Emily, closing thoughts on Saber. Any predictions? Um, I'm really, really excited for this one. Me too. I, 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 I agree with Lane that I do like tech-themed things, but I also really like things related to other worlds and stories. So even though I'm not too, too like as big on fantasy as I am on sci-fi... I'm really excited to see where this goes, and I'm really excited to meet the other knights, because I know there's a lightning-themed one. Yes. And I'm the opposite, because I prefer fantasy to sci-fi. Mm. I prefer, like, high fantasy, high concept. If stuff is like like Lord of the Rings-type stuff, that it's an, it, it, I'm usually not very interested. Yeah, that, what, that's, an, I, that's an interesting distinction to be I, made. If I may, the way I quantify it is sci-fi has science, high fantasy has magic. I tend to gravitate towards the magic shit. No, but what Emily's talking about is there's fantasy is a very big umbrella term. Like fantasy and magic series, there's a lot of like sub-genres and categories in there. Lord of the Rings is probably the most prevalent example of what what most people in modern society might call like traditional sure. fantasy, and and I get it. It's kind of played out. You really have to change something about the way fantasy works in order to set yourself apart in today's society of well, oversaturation gonna... of fantasy stories. Well, what I'm going to say is this: my favorite Marvel hero is Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Take that as you will, mm-hmm. because Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme. He's an interesting character, and he commands outlandish magical powers. And But the reason that's able to set itself apart is it's Doctor Strange, who is a magical person, but set against the realistic Earth backdrop. As and opposed, yeah, As opposed to something think, like Lord of the Rings, where it's it's elves and dwarves and, 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 sure. and orcs in I a, think in the a best fantasy fan, world. The best fantasy are, is like yeah. sci-fi and fantasy mixed together. 
Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy both as long as they're done interestingly enough. And I feel like Saber is very much leaning towards an interesting, unique flavor of fantasy because... But I will try anything. Like, even if it's something that I don't know, I mean, I have no idea unless I try it. It's not fair to just miss something just because you think you might not like it. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Can we all agree also, though, that the core source of the powers in this show if we're going to look at it from a world building perspective is magic based oh absolutely absolutely the the the, dri- okay. the books that are going into the dr- the driver are categorized as divine creature sacred animal and fairy tale yeah. gotcha. so clearly gotcha. they're taking traditional fantasy and putting it into a unique form factor i'm literally you know I mean? just trying to get my head right so that i can like analyze this yeah no i get it but like if this was just a a show about a knight in medieval times wielding a sword made of fire and fighting monsters it would be kind of boring and played out but this is a show about mystic face of tyrion and nog is a great show (laughs) see that's different because they transform into magical armor and they have modern looking reimagined versions of weapons that's exactly what I'm talking about. This the show Witcher is a great show. <laughs> I don't I don't know anything about The Witcher. Um, I've never seen it. I just know apparently it's good. That's oh, all I know. It is good. Common Rider Saber looks to me like the third in a series that begins with Mystic Knights of Tiernanog and Ryu Soldier. This is the next step in my kind of fantasy. This is what happens when you do it right, or at least that's what it looks like based on the pilot so far. It, it's got, like, video gamey, cutscene goodness to it. It's got very well-done effects, considering its budget. It's It's got very well-flavored aesthetics with its suit design. It's got interesting gimmicks. The sword looks fun to use in the belt. The books are well-designed and interesting, and the voices are good, and the, and the form chimes are good songs. It's like I can't think of something I don't like. Ichi, I agree. One hundred percent. Yeah, that was a great do you, pilot. Do you think the that, writing was good? The aesthetics are great. The lore is great, and there's mysteries everywhere. I want to know more potential? about everything. Yeah. Do you think, do you think this might uh, be built for you by the end? That will be a tough battle. Ooh, yeah. Cause I I don't know. Build. You love like build. I said, like I said, Lane. Every so often, they make a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a rhythmic thing for them. Every so often, oh, we're just gonna make this one a complete and utter work of art. Kagedex just nailed it on the head. I was never able to put into a sentence how I feel about the show. But that perfectly describes the story it. The a JRPG. Common yeah. Rider Saber is a JRPG. That's what. That's it is. exactly what it is. That's why I'm not too like huge on this because I'm not. Kaguya, fan, thank you. I'm not a huge fan of JRPGs. Like there are some that that, that tickle my fancy, like FF7 you're and stuff like that. Your but, fa- the tattle, but your, there are some that tattle your fancy. But if, yeah, but if you throw if you throw <laughs> if you throw like Dragon Quest and. Freaking like die, yeah. whatever it's called, something three. The the, yeah. the mana game you like so much. 
The, the new oh, one. Oh, Trials of Mana? What's the original name of it? Seiken Densetsu 3. Thank you. I was going to say fucking Dissetsudan 3 for some reason. Um... But no, that that that's why I'm not big on JRPGs. I like I like pew pew games, shooting <laughs> games, and gory shit where you tear people's heads off and stuff. That that's that's my fucking gimmick. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh. I like Halo, Call oh. of Duty, Rainbow Six, all that shit. Man, so. that that puts everything into fucking perspective. What do you like that for? You know me. Paul is staring daggers at Lane for some reason. If people like JRPGs and shit, cool! Good on them! Not my thing! My girlfriend, the love of my life, loves JRPGs more than anything! I don't tell her to fucking pick up and play Call of Duty! She wants to play JRPGs, she fucking go go right ahead. Just fucking with you. I know you are, Paul, <laughs> but like, still. Um, I tried playing Nier and I couldn't get past the first boss and gave up. You know what? It's weird. This may be weird, but I like after watching the trail, like commercials and whatever, and, and marketing for Nier, didn't seem like my flavor game. No. But there is a lot of Nier themed content in FF14, which I have played. I'm gonna admit. I'm gonna admit it. Yeah. It's, what game is this? Uh, Nier Automata. The 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 uh, alliance raids in Shadowbringers are ah. are Nier. Uh, Nier Automata I played because I tried fighting the first boss and then I hated that every time you got defeated you get start from the very beginning and you had to spend another half an hour getting back to him. Alright, well that's pretty much it for a saber discussion for a now. Anyways, I, I just want another cop themed common writer. Please. Cop themed common writer? Yeah. We'll like, see like, you like, next like, year. Well, I, I really like sci-fi and police themed things as well. Yep. I want more Magic oh. Knights. If I yeah, got a sci-fi police-themed common Rider, god fucking damn. I mean, I should just watch fucking Sh- uh, Gavon, Sharivan, and Shire. Those are fucking space cops. Yeah, you like, are, Jesus I don't Christ. watch more of that. I, I, I should just watch, watch Metal Blade Hero. Runner. I should be the Metal Hero guy. Or just what? watch Blade Runner. I need to watch Blade Runner. I haven't finished it. You haven't watched Blade... I was joking. <laughs> you haven't watched Blade Runner. I've watched okay. all Blade Runner. Anyways. Uh, hear me keen! Oh my god, Paul They go back here. in time, shark train mech, end of Kira Major. Oh my god. You're no, not no, gonna week. take you sure. back to the past. Oh no, Paul disappeared between sections. Uh, yeah, like, we, we've gone on for fucking You went back to the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this was a cool episode, Kira Major. Bye, Paul. He's gone. No, he's right there in the door. (laughs) Don't spoil the behind the the scenes. Um. I just love how, like, we get this recap from last episode, because, like, it started, I'm like, did I download the wrong episode? No, this is definitely 22. It, they're just recapping the fucking trip. To- uh, yeah, I had the same problem. I actually thought I had the wrong episode. <laughs> and then it just, like, abruptly cuts back to the fight, and it's just like, oh, yeah, we were getting our fucking asses kicked by this goddamn shark monster. Because, like, the last episode just sort of ended in situ like that. It just... Yeah. Uh, so Cure Mason ends up actually getting blown apart back into its components, and then the monster decides to leave because I guess it spent all its energy for the day. I like all the. I like that afterwards when the Chris the the Cure Mason stones were resting, they were cracked. Yeah, so and they were getting buffed. Yeah, they're they're being. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta buff that out. Working at the stone wash. That's gonna be like twenty five dollars at least. <laughs> Going through the stone wash, babe. 
Um, so <laughs> basically, Takamichi feels Sorry. really bad that like he he feels like he's the only one who needs to save Mabushina, and Mabushina gets really pissed off at him and basically says. I don't want you to be my hero. I want you to be everyone's hero. Everyone's hero. And I just love how at the end she comes in and it's like, Haha, I fooled you because if you're everyone's hero, then you're actually my hero too because I'm part of everyone. Ha 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 fooled ya. Fooled you. I just like how Mabushina was admitted to an actual real-ass hospital. <laughs> Early in the episode, you just see Mabushina lying in a fucking hospital. All right, so uh, well, Miss Mabushina, your people are not that weirded out by jewel alien princesses. Hear this Discord conversation, or how many times I close Discord? It's Paul. He's back. He probably didn't disconnect from the call. Yeah, she came back from the past. Paul, you have to disconnect from the Discord voice chat. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay, here, I'll do it for you from my end, because I am god of Discord. Bam. There, now you're dialing. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, Paul. Step one, find plans. Step two, save world. Step three, get out of my house! Well, fine. Ten points for that reference. Mm. I was going to ask, what is that? Because it sounds familiar. It's from Day of the Tentacle. I know. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> I was it's telling so the chat. I chose not to respond. <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna travel back to the past to save the Jeremy Stone, the that... poison stones that are badass. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. They don't they don't suck ass as we see later. Yeah. So they go to actual Jotunheim. Like the way they were describing like this the the time stones ability, I thought they were saying like. Oh, we can travel 20 minutes into the past. And I'm like, what fucking good does that do? No, they can access the memories of someone's past for 20 minutes. That's some fucking Kingdom Hearts bullshit. Yeah, so, like, they ask Fire if they can take out. He's like, yeah, I was there, whatever. <laughs> My memory's kind of fuzzy. <laughs> he just, like, remembers shit wrong. <laughs> like, he's, well, like, Fire's there, but, like, he's human. Oh my god, I figured out Blaze's son. Blaze's son was abandoned at a fire station, and then he turned into Machine Fire. Oh my god! Machine Fire is Blaze's son! We've connected the cannon. Get it? Because Blaze Fire! I figured it out. No. <laughs> the narrative no. goes deeper. They, they, they had to bring fire along because they were accessing that time period through his memories. Because it, we're operating off fucking Kingdom Hearts logic. Yes. <laughs> Um, but what was most interesting to me is we see at one, in one shot Kirame Pink use what use goddamn Kirame Vision, and it's, it's basically just it's the a power scanner activating power scope. Hey guys, <laughs> over there! <laughs> yeah, but yeah, apparently the way this works is they access the past through someone's memories, but they can only stay in there for twenty minutes, which is out of context of it being within the episode of a show. Really weirdly specific amount of time. Well, because like, these stones are like, like they're powerful, but like they're not that powerful. They're not gods. They're not infinity stones. Well, they're kind of like infinity stones, but they only have one ability each. I guess infinity stones do too. So they decide that like, oh, we need to carry this fucking Kirame stone that got really poisoned by that witch. So and they're like, oh, if we steal her fucking cup, then we can have like her. Her poisonous spit to use to reverse engineer it? Like, could they not have... 
I guess they talked about, like, oh, we shouldn't change the events of the past. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, like, why didn't they just go back and make it so that the stone didn't get poisoned? I guess they're like, oh, if we change the past, we won't exist, and I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> and, like, Takamichi decides not to go because he's like, oh, if I do, I'll be, I won't be able to defend everyone, and I'll be disappointing Mabuchina yeah, if, he's she, like, if we save her. Yeah, cause like, because they can't use Kiramazin anymore because they're separated, only Gigant Driller is the only Battlezord available to combat the monster, which, you know, checks out. Yeah. Plus it's like, oh, she told me to be everyone's hero, so if I abandon the city, she'll cry. And that would be bad. Yep. I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, so Jewel, uh, Tomotomo, and uh, Senna, they all go, they go back, and Tomotomo and Senna disguise themselves as mooks so they can distract... Like, awfully. Yeah, and they can, so they can distract Aladdin and, and, the, and the gang. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, fight Aladdin and, what, just... and the queen and Takamichi's past self, oh. and... Holy shit, Aladdin almost hands them their asses. Aladdin, literally, his his little fucking hat thing he's got on his head looks like it's just half of the Pope's hat. <laughs> Plus, it's so That's weird so how it's, like, floppy. Like, well, can, I mean, can, Mabuchina looks like she's wearing a bra on her head. Can you make, can yep. part of the thumbnail where you just shop Aladdin's face onto, like, the Pope? <laughs> like that would that be a great out-of-context, like... People seeing it would be like, why? Why is he on the phone? He's just the Crystal Pope. That's <laughs> basically it. Yeah. Even sounds like like a like a popey kind of name, just like Aladdin. Aladdin. Aladdin, like the the Saint Pope Aladdin the <laughs> Fifth. Crystal Popesy. <laughs> Crystal Pepler. Thinking too it was Crystal Popesy. Oh, <laughs> uh, I miss Crystal Pepler. That was so funny. <laughs> Um, so Jewel decides to steal Shigeru's fishing sword technique somehow and tries to fish the cup out of uh, Numajo's hands because they apparently need to get a sample of her poison for Hakatami Nami to create the antidote or poison. something. And man, Jewel gets his ass handed to him by her. I love that he even tries to like be like, oh, I'm here to take your dishes. Nah, you look like a caramental warrior to me. Fucking proceeds to just fucking wail on him. I can't believe he tried to pretend he was here to take her dishes. And then, and then, like, Fire's like, alright, we gotta get the fuck out of here, we don't have time. No, before that, the best thing was, like, so he fights her with his sword for a while, and then he just has this brilliant moment where he's like, wait, all she has is a sword. I'll just fucking shoot her. Yeah, and it actually fucking works. For a little bit. Yeah, but then, so yeah, Fire gets impatient. He's like, okay, we gotta fucking go. So he grabs everyone, leaves, and, like, they're just, like, it was a weird shot where you see them, like, they're just standing, like, perfectly still, like, yeah. in Fire, and it was really weirdly shot. It's, it's, it's because they're inside his stone form, not yeah. his vehicle form. And so, like, Tomato's like, so you got the cup, right? Uh, no. And he's like, what the fuck do you mean you didn't get the cup? And, like, it was so funny to think that, like, they actually failed the mission, but of course he's like, she spit some poison on my sword, can you take that? And just fucking, yeah, Hakutami Nami's just like, oh, God, <coughs> oh, it smells. Well, it's poison, I should hope so. Yeah, there, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thanks for saving me some work. Oh, you even yeah, fucking got that half of the Pope hat. Smelled pretty God terrible, though, from how people reacted. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Guards is like the evil Pope. Yeah. Is there an evil pope? Uh, is, there, is there like an anti-equivalent of the pope? 
I don't know. I can say that I'm pretty sure there was like a pope who uh, decided that the coronavirus was caused by homosexuals and then caught the coronavirus himself. Uh, <laughs> so that's a pretty evil pope, right? Uh, Stupid ass. So yes, uh, the Aqua Stone comes out of nowhere to save Takamichi from Garza at the last second. And it transforms into Machine Zabun, which is literally a flying shark train. Of all the things it could have been, that's not what I expected, but it's really cool. It is really cool. I love it. Oh, this mech's fucking dope. It's it's nice to see King Express, like, fully complete. Before we get to act the King Express, we see him, like, chase the monster, like... Like swerving, swimming through the ground, jumping through buildings. Oh, it was so good! And then like this legit ass highway chase for a few scene, couple seconds. See, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking mock. I was thinking Casher. I was thinking mock. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, he gives up big mock vibes, but like you're right, you're right, some Casher. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love that. Like. It uses the ability, like, Lorenzini search. Like, I imagine that you have shark-like searching abilities, so go ahead and find him. And then, like, oh, they so find... Well, that's what the shark thing was about. Yeah. So they, they use, like, shark sonar to find the monster where it's hiding. And then when they knock it over, for some reason, you just hear, the, like, an actual, like, car alarm going off. And that fucking slew me for some reason. Um, and then, yes, it combines with Machine Express, and we get what I consider the true form of King Express, King Express Zabun, with with what sounds like what might be a new battle theme? Question mark? Oh, it sounds fucking cool. Right? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's got Jaws attack, it fires off Megalo Blaster, it's red as fuck. I'm thinking about buying it. That'd be cool. And you know they'll have a set that like comes with like the complete thing. Yeah. yeah, so there, there's Kasherin. He does kind of look like Kasherin, yeah. So it's like, what? I mean, you know me, yeah. I, I like water element, and this is pretty water. The character designs in the Kasherin Sins anime were by the same person who did the Ochimajo Dorimi design. But now I'm just really hoping that freaking Garza decides to, like, have a complete mech for, with Smog Jokey. Yeah. That would be so fucking cool. Um, so, after all this... You know how we resolve this whole tense plot of Mabushina being cursed by the witch? Oh yeah, Machines of Bion cured me. I'm no longer cursed. That Excuse- was fast. Excuse me? Well, apparently they, they only that. have the two stones, so... No, but they did say that that, that, that Kirame Stone was, was like, really powerful. Was curing Kirame Stone? That, that's, I think that's why the witch, uh, like, poisoned it, because, like, she knew it was really powerful. It just had the healing ability? Yeah, makes sense. It's a water element. Water... I guess, but it was just seemed so anticlimactic. Use the element which brings life. <gasps> Water. Yeah. I, I guess I can accept it, but it just seems so abrupt after all these episodes building up to like this whole curse thing. Yeah, yeah I thought and- it was going to be um I thought it was going to be that they'd have to get all four and That's yeah, and like now why why should he even bother finding the others? I don't know. They'll find something, some reason. Gar- Garza will... <laughs> Why is the place here to see this? Wow. Oh my god. Oh, please, please oh, look at the fire. chat. It's, it's Blaze's son, Machine Fire. <laughs> oh my god. That's canon. That's canon wow. Now. Someone show it to Blaze immediately. We need, we need a oh screenshot. Oh my god, why? We need a screenshot of his response. So send that picture to him. 
No context. <laughs> You'll have to listen to the rest of the episode. Um, so, yeah, next week, Bob and Sheena's mom's alive. Because I, fucking, I, of I, course, I, 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 I thought we weren't going to change the past. I swear she got dusted. We saw These, her get dusted. Right? What's this about now? Maybe they used the stones to wish her back or something? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Maybe, maybe it's Garza. Uh, maybe it's not really her. I don't know. <laughs> Mom, is that really you? Yes, my daughter, it's me. Would I lie? <laughs> Too bad. No, mother, you're alive. Too bad you will we'll die. Die. I yes. would love if that was the key. She just came back and she was evil. No, but I just wanted to be Garza. That'd just be the funniest. Oh, it's just him disguised. Yeah. Drag yeah, just the whole, the whole fucking just uh, freaking <laughs> dark helmet just fooled you. He is that kind of asshole, isn't he? I. Like I said, Garth is my favorite fucking thing in this show. He's so fucking cool. I love just love how schemey he is. I love how progressively angry he gets as the show goes on. He doesn't take any of Carantula's fucking bullshit. Like it's but like, great. not only is the queen alive, but apparently the premise for next week's episode is they're going to pretend that the conflict with Jotunheim doesn't exist and that it's just a stage play they're putting on. What's this, what Mario 3? What's that about? <laughs> I'm so I, confused. I'm, I'm, but I'm enjoying the fuck out of the show, man. Yeah. It's so good. It's like, why? But it's an entertaining why. Because, like, we get... I love we get, like, two episodes of plot and then just, like, fucking weird, Whatever random, sort of weird, stupid-ass episode. Exactly. <laughs> it, has, it just has a good mixture of, like, good plot and good fun times. Like, it's so weird. It's, it's so, like... Well... I, I, I want to call it well-paced. Yeah. It is. It is well-paced, I think. well-paced. Yeah. Oh, man. But I, I just... I, I can't wait to find out why fucking... Mamushina Salam. Mamushina. Mamushina. That's so calling I can't, I genuinely can't remember what her actual name no, is. No, I'm calling her Mamushina. 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 Sheena. That's amazing. Adventure. This has nothing whatsoever at all to do with um. Oh yeah, Mabu Yumine. With Toku or, or the next episode, but this was just announced. Oh no! Wait, sorry, sorry. Uh, one second. Let me just grab it. So, so sorry for the delay. That's okay. Uh, and I'm re really excited about this. No. And while you pull that up, Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Oh yes. So yeah, they announced the big plush of oh. Babu Frick. Oh, I showed my brother that, and he fucking lost it. Oh, cool. I know, I'm so excited, but he's Target exclusive, which means we'll never get him unless we... Hey, hey! Import him. I have, yeah. the, Black, I have the Black Series Babu Frick. He's fucking tiny. Yeah, <laughs> I know, you let me hold him for a while. Sit. Joy Vego, ba. <laughs> Alright, so... <gasps> Jikai, Nigo Sentai Cast Ninja! Um, next week we will be going back to Samurai Flamenco with episodes three and four. Oh, I can't wait! Raven's gonna have a ball with that. Yep. <laughs> Mamushina, 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 Mamushina. My brain always yeah, just defaults to Mamushina, Mamushina, which is a, which is sad because Venture Brothers got canceled. Yeah, Rip Venture Bros. Yeah. She explained to me some really dark shit in that show. And oh I'm yeah. Like, oh boy. <laughs> 
Although apparently Adult Swim then said they don't they they want to see more Adventure Bros, so I'm wondering if that means they're just gonna make it movies or something now. I don't know. I like Patrick Warburton's character. Oh, Brock. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. He has apparently he has a lot going for him throughout the show. Everyone's got shit tons of backstory. My favorite's still the fucking just the screaming ghost. They call his wife up and he's just like. Honey, you've been dead for 50 years. Give it a rest. Yep. <laughs> it just fucking stops. All right. So that is Cast Ranger. Thank you all for listening, watching, liking, sharing, favoriting, subscribing, and using our code <laughs> in the description for Skip the Dishes. I can't wait to tell Gar. He's like, so how was the episode? Oh, good. We talked about Saber for an hour and a half and Kira Major for 20 minutes. And he's going to be like, well, uh, what? I mean, we covered it. I know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh... If you've uh, just tuned into us for the first time, hopefully you enjoyed what you heard. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you can get more. Yep. Uh, as always, the primary source of our cast ranger hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. Oh, From yeah. there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails, our Twitter account, our Discord server where you can listen to the show live Friday nights and chat with all these cool people in our Discord server chat, uh, our Patreon where you can pledge to make the show help us make the show better. And, of course, our merchandise store, which, uh, as of recently, uh, has masks on. So, represent Cast Ranger while you stay safe out there in these increasingly difficult times. Whoa. Filled was taken over by fucking Venom. Oh, God. That's cool. They, like, kind of, like, melded fucking Build Hazard with Rabbit Tank. That's pretty cool. Should have been been Hazard. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, half of them's hazard. Oh, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't see it. That's cool. Okay, so uh, thank you all once again. We'll hear you next week. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. Saber on. <laughs> Saber on. We'll see you in, in the next volume. Make sure to draw your sword for the next episode. <laughs> Post in the comments how we should sign off the show this year. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>